Boy, this week flew by fast. Isn't it unbelievable? Here we are again on the uh, Andy and Amanda show. Another week, another... Uh, uh, Amanda, you're on with us, right? You there? I don't hear Amanda. I think she's there. Oh, you know, it's it's actually the the 5 o'clock somewhere Monday show. Where I have your Friday show. It's not the Friday show. See, the hell with the script. How are you folks doing? It's, um, I don't... I'm showing Amanda's being here. I'm sure she's probably having technical technical difficulty, and uh, and she'll join us again because she just clicked off. But anyway, how you doing, folks? Andy Kimball here on the Andy and Amanda Show. Uh, we do join the United States and the United Kingdom for a well, well, we have a what we want to call a fun presentation of news, information, current events, just dissecting, digesting, and discussing what's going on in the world and. Um, what affects all of us. Let's see if we can get Amanda back on the show. Here now. There she is. Now we got you. Hi. I saw you I on the board. I was talking away to you, Andy. I was talking away and I was like, oh, you can't hear me. What's going on? <laughs> I, I was having a, a fun time uh, doing a solo introduction. Let me just continue. Climb okay. every mountain, board <laughs> every street. They say, Andy, oh. solo. I said, they said, you're solo. I said, oh, cool. <laughs> it was wonderful. I never had so much fun in my whole life. It was great. I never oh. get to solo. Yeah. Beautiful as always. Beautiful, darling. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. I appreciate it. How was your weekend? My weekend was very good. Thank you. I can't complain. Yes, I'm smiling. It's the start of a new week and I'm ready for it. Ready to it's face fine. it head on. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's five o'clock in the UK. It's five o'clock where That's you are. Right. right there. It's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's early in the well, it's not that early in the morning. And it was in the left nine in the morning for here, which is better than the three or four in the morning shows we were doing a few weeks ago. But That's hey, but that How was, that your was morning fun my mornings, my mornings. Well, it got a little, little messed up here. Only I got a script here, and I started reading about how fast the week went. Another Friday show, yeah. and, and then I realized, look, wrong script. It's a Monday show. <laughs> <laughs> so much for, so much for Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a script here, and I'm reading it. And it's, I'm going, oh well, folks, another week. Yeah. Yes, boy, the week flew by so fast, and I'm playing the, I'm playing the countdown here. You know, I'm doing the, I'm doing, the, you know, and. Um, <laughs> You know, I did wonder what that noise is when you first started playing. I was like, huh, is he tapping his fingers? Is he tapping his fingers? What else is he doing? Yeah, and I'm reading along here, you know. Hey, boy, that week went fast. Oh, my goodness. And I'm looking. Wait a minute. It's Friday, February 12th. That's not today. Oh, wrong. Oh, where's that script? Oh, here it is. Oh, hey, folks, it's another week starting off with the, you know, shuffling through my papers, finding the right script. What the hell am I supposed to say? Because, you know, this, this show is so carefully scripted, as you know. So oh, carefully scripted. Our writers know, work right? digi- diligently in preparing this paperwork and preparing us what to say. And, 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 get, and, and Cornell, who's, who's, you know, otherwise disengaged from us. I think he wants nothing to do with us. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's listening he's, probably thinking, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, well, you know how, how diligent he is that we stick to the, the program, stick to the script, and stick to the agenda. And we'd, we'd, so I tried. It, it, just, it was the wrong one. I did temp- anyway, so you had a good weekend. Uh, uh, happy Valentine's Day belated. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Look. Thank you. Thank you. I had a very – let me see. Oh, you know what I did this weekend? I really – Dove into the guitar and my music this weekend. I had oh, fantastic. the whole weekend. I played hours of guitar, literally, and also mm-hmm. played some bass tracks to um, last night. I pulled out the Fender Jazz Bass and was worked on the bass. But I just, and I also went to a, a uh, guitar place. There's a, I don't think you have them there. You have Guitar Guitar there, I know, because I did a, a, a kind of impromptu workshop for them last year yeah. in, in the. Um, and got to know the guys in the chain and introduced mm. to what they're doing. And that's how I got some connections there. But anyway, great place, Guitar Guitar in the UK. Um, we have something here called the uh, Guitar Center. And it's like a, okay. a big uh, Kmart, you know, uh, you know, chain store of, of music. Um, oh, my goodness. And, um, and I've, I've done some. Just... Hmm? 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 Sorry, sweetheart. What, what did Eisenhower <laughs> do? My eyes. My eyes would just light up if I walked into that place. Sorry, as you were oh. saying, my darling. 
Oh, oh I, I thought you were talking. I think you said something about President Eisenhower. I said, Mandy, he hasn't been president in a long. <laughs> Eisenhower's long gone, man. I'm like, I, I know it's Monday morning. Well, at least it's Monday morning here, but you're going, oh my God, Eisenhower. I'm like, what about Eisenhower? Huh? Anyway, <laughs> your eyes. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's that accent. It's the British accent, I must say. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, uh, but the. Um, so anyway, I went in there and I uh, ended up doing a little uh, impromptu, um, you know, workshop g- guitar thing, mm-hmm. and it, and and it went, you know, it's cool just to have a crowd anywhere because it's been, you know, in March will be a year before I, you know, since I did my last show, my last live audience show was was March, yeah. and it felt so good to pull out some Taylor guitars and a couple of Gibsons too, and and just well away there, and just people just were just it was so great, great to do, you know. Kind of discussing no. some techniques and things, and that was really wonderful to have yeah. that opportunity. And um, um, and then, uh, so that's what I did all weekend. I, I just did a lot of music, worked on some of my new material, you know, to kind of mm. put the next album together. And it Beautiful. felt totally, totally incredible because wow. I've just been so, you know, I look at the guitars, which I have many of, and, um, you know, the past few months, and just, yeah. eh. I built a bass. I have something else to do. I'm working, and I'm glad I did. The bass is great. I'm learning how to play the bass. And uh, amazing. Um, no, it's, it's, I should play. I should say some of the tracks that I'm like. I'll take some tunes by, you know, Dorma uh, Kaikonian and Mary Chipman Carpenter, and you know, other people who are who normally play with bands with other people. And I have acoustic solo tracks, and I go and I lay the bass parts down. You know, I kind of download the audio, Beautiful. and it gives me. Yeah, and and I, you know, I'm I'm just I'm not this. You know, I've been playing guitar my whole life. I I never played bass in my life so i'm having yeah. fun with it but when I, oh, okay. I, I you know some of it's pretty good i, I want to send you some of the some of the things i've done and tell me and oh, i want you to be honest i want you to be totally honest with what you think <laughs> knowing that okay. i've never played bass in my life no i've never done okay. it but i want you to okay. want you to, i want you to, to tell me if you think after covid if i could hire myself out as a gig bass player with a band or something I'm sure you could, darling. You're very, very talented. And, of course, I'm more than happy to, to listen to your skills and uh, give you that feedback that you are requesting. Yeah, I, yeah my skills, uh, yeah. Hmm, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> listen, um, well, let's, uh, there's a lot that happened in the news, of course, over the weekend as well, mm. um, with the um, former president being um, basically acquitted. Yes. Um, uh, but ten um, ten Republicans crossed the aisle. The first, the first impeachment in history, where it was a truly bipartisan event. Even though they didn't get seventeen, they got ten Republicans. They, didn't get, they needed ten more. Um, right. Or seven? How did they get seven? They needed ten, or did they get ten? They needed seven. Something like that. But um, mm-hmm. I don't have it right here in front of me. But whatever. It, it was one of those two. I think. I think they yeah. Had, Seven, they needed ten. That's what it was. They got seven Republicans. Okay. They needed ten more, um, yeah. which they didn't get. And um, and it was the first time in history where it crossed the aisle. And um, and they basically acquitted him. And the rationale, well, we know we know really what the rationale is, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But the rationale was that the Republicans signed on early. Yeah, that that it was unconstitutional to impeach somebody who can't be impeached because he doesn't hold office. Mm-hmm. That was proven to be wrong legally, constitutionally, in every other respect, every yeah. respect, and it was agreed upon and stipulated early on. And you got to let go of the chain. You know, you let go of it, and you say, okay, that's you can't talk about it. It's already been decided that we can do this proceeding. It's already done. Yeah. I yeah. also. Getting back to what I was just saying, I believe that if the Republicans in majority stood up, they had to stand up and say guilty or or, or innocent, and each yeah. one of them was was stood up and was recognized by name, and then they said guilty or innocent. I'm thinking the Proud Boys, Trump's boys, and other factions. You know, yeah. Let's call yeah. them Trump's Trump's boys. Um, okay. would have put a big black X on every one of those senators who voted to convict and their lives would have been in danger. Yes. That's what I think. I, I don't know that to be yes. true, but okay. I, I'm sure that, you know, these senators go home, they have families and kids and lives, you know, yeah. 
And and I I would understand after seeing what happened on the Capitol, you know I would understand their fear. Cool. And, and some of them you took you look at a, a you know a, a Tom Cruise and you look at a, a, a Graham Lindsey Graham who who chastised Trump after the you know the night you know, when they all went back to work. I said, I'm yeah. sorry. It's been a. It's. I'm. I'm. I'm done. It's. It's been a. That's been a great adventure. I'm done with this journey. That's been a great adventure. Yeah. I'm done. And he went on <laughs> and on. And yeah. um. And you think, man, this guy's going to vote to convict, along with McConnell and everybody, because they were. They're. They were the witnesses. Their lives were in danger. Yeah. And these folks yeah, were, were carrying Trump flags. And you know, and, yeah. and Trump. Yeah, and Trump was watching this on TV, and he didn't do anything to stop it. And, and lo and behold, he's the only one who could. The interesting thing is we're going to play a clip in a, in a few minutes. We're going to get back to this because I want to talk about your weekend and what's going on in the UK, as we usually do. Then we'll kind of jump back into this again and play a, okay. uh, we'll no it. We'll hear some of what Mitch McConnell had to say. Um, yeah. But let's get back into the UK. This is the 5 o'clock hour in the UK. Uh, this is the Andy and Amanda show. You can email us at andyandamanda at gmail.com. Let us know you want to be on the show. We'll send you an email head, uh, invite for your headset and uh, microphone. Make sure you have them Absolutely. so you can talk to us. And here in the United States amazing. and other portions of the world where you can call in, you Skype or whatever telephone service you have at 515-605-9888 on the relay, uh, reload programs, <laughs> which, which we do run many of after the live show. Um, you obviously can't call in live, but our number is 515-605-988 right now. Uh, we're standing by for your calls, but let's get to Amanda Love in the UK and find out what's going on in her neck of the world. Okay, my yeah. darling. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> like woodpecker again. <laughs> <laughs> He's always welcome here. Um, <clears throat> we finally have those quarantine hotels. Yay! No, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not mm. serious with that. But uh, yeah, we, mm. we finally have them, and the first guests have arrived today. So um, mm. those who are British, Irish, UK citizens that arrive in our country, coming from a high-risk country, must now isolate in one of 16 hotels. So those isolating will need to pre-book and will have to fork out £1,750 to cover a 10-day stay at the hotel, which includes the hotel itself, travel, and testing. So mm. the additional rate for one extra adult or child aged over 12 is £650, and for a child aged 5 to 12, it is £325. So uh, those who fail to quarantine in the hotels can expect to receive a fine between £5,000 and £10,000, ouch, and a possible prison sentence of up to 10 years for those who lie about travelling from red-listed countries on their passenger locator forms. So as I mentioned on a previous show, Regarding the testing, uh, whilst quarantined, there will be two tests for all passengers who are required to isolate, not just those coming from red-listed countries and going into hotels. So one test will take place on the second day of quarantine and one on the eighth 10-day isolation period. Uh, you will be expected to pay £210 um, for the, the test. Those failing to take the test could be fined £2,000. So um, all people arriving in Scotland from anywhere abroad by air travel will now have to go straight into a quarantine hotel. Anyone coming from any high-risk countries arriving in Wales and Northern Ireland will have to and pay for their accommodation at a quarantine hotel in England due to no direct international flights. So I just want to lay out these rules for everybody so they can uh, be aware of what's going on. Um, you must have a negative test up to 72 hours before your flight and can face a £500 fine for not providing one. Uh, spot checks will be done by Border Force officials. You must book your quarantine space online before you travel. You must stay in a quarantine hotel for 10 days. You must stay in your room whilst at the hotel. You must be tested twice on the days I mentioned a moment ago. And the cost of the quarantine will be, as I mentioned earlier, £1,750 per person. Uh, the same rules apply to those arriving by other means of travel, such as boat or train. So uh, all in-depth details of the rules can be found online, and I highly recommend that they are looked at seriously for those intending to travel, as these rules are very serious and would be best not to be too hopeful and take the situation for granted. Um, 
And we have 15 million plus people who have been vaccinated. And we now have entered into the next phase of vaccinations with the top groups of high priority being vaccinated. Uh, the next phase is aimed at those over 65 and those younger who are at risk from the end of February to April, I believe they, they want to do that, my darling. And um, mm. some other bits of interesting news. Uh, Bill Gates has been in the news with um, stepping down from Microsoft board to focus his time of passion on global health and development as well as climate change. And mm. he's the book called How to Avoid Climate Disaster. Um, obviously talking about climate change and the humongous effort it's taken to tackle the issue. Um, he stands firm with his opinion that the government needs to tackle many of the problems we have not yet worked out and how to resolve um, and mentions disaster is guaranteed for those living near the equator without the government um, of the world stepping up to work on this. And he talks of the Republicans needing to push this issue for at least 30 years and said Business just can't change all that physical infrastructure unless the market signals are constant and clear. So he's really trying to push for that at the moment, guys. And um, another thing I wanted to cover was the uh, food businesses that people are running from mm -hmm. their own homes during lockdown. So <clears throat> these, again, Andy, Food Standards mm -hmm. Agency is very concerned regarding the hygiene and health and safety as more and more people are running little food businesses from their homes cooking foods to order on places like WhatsApp, Instagram, and Nextdoor. And many of these people are failing to register as food businesses, which means their hygiene standards are not checked by local authorities. So the hygiene inspections ceased to continue with the first lockdown, and since then they've been focusing on high-risk cases. And uh, they've been trying to do like video calls to keep up with all the, the backlog that they've got, uh, but this does not reduce the risks of spotting things like out-of-date ingredients or nasty animals and stuff like that that you know exists in places where a lot of food is cooked so uh people please be aware of these small businesses trying to make a living i understand their need to earn money but your lives are very important when it comes to poisoning yourselves from sources you have no proof of being safe and a highly clean environment so just be aware just be aware um so you know these are the, the the main points i i felt was uh good pickings today andy um, yeah, let me let me ask you a question if if you don't mind. Yes. Let me, I want to go back to that travel. Um, if I were to, is this mean if I were to you know buy um, or actually use my ticket that my shows got canceled there last year? If I were to use mm -hmm. my ticket to come to London, I don't know sometime soon. Um, yeah, I'd ha I'd have to stay in one of these quarantine hotels. I think you have... would. Yeah, I mean they've got thirty three countries listed, red listed uh, as highly. Um, Highly dangerous in terms of virus situation. Yeah, we're the so, worst here in the United States. I'm sure we're one of them. I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'm, I'm yeah. sure the U.S. is one of them. So yeah, anybody uh, coming from any country like that would have to go straight to a quarantine hotel and um, and do wow, that. Wow, so but that would be seventeen hundred pounds, and the um, the pound to dollar. Let me see. A one pound is um, was I think it still is about a dollar forty, dollar thirty nine, right in there. Um, mm is the conversion rate, which is better than it used to be. Um, yeah, so a dollar thirty nine, so one pound, so seventeen hundred times point three now whatever. It'd be like two over two thousand dollars additional. You know, I'm wondering to, though, I'm wondering if they would let people in from different countries that don't actually live here because they are stating it British, Irish and UK citizens that arrive in our country that are going straight into these quarantine hotels. So I'm wondering if they will just not allow anybody who's not a resident here to just travel here yeah i don't um, know we should we should uh, yeah look into i want that. to look into that because yeah. i think that's important to cover um it is, it is. let's let's yeah. let's do that we'll, we'll do that definitely get that information out and discuss that information because it's important um the world is small you know we we travel oh, around yes. the world and within hours any any you know hours it could be 14 hours or 17 hours but it's still a matter of hours yeah. from any point a to any point b on the entire globe um, and, um, so the world's small, uh, between, you know, being able to travel and be able to communicate and zoom and, you know, various apps and WhatsApp and, you know, a, a, a toddler, what's it called? Uh, to, uh, to called the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, so much for my social media skills. Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, I do. yeah, the world is very small and we all are used to just being able to, you know, get on just fly or 
Expedia or whatever, or go to the airlines, or go to the Southwest or British Airways and EasyJet mm. and, uh, you know, buy a cheap ticket and get on the plane and go and, uh, you know, stand in security lines. And that was our big thing about going to the airport was just say, hey, how long is the security line going to be? What's the best time to travel? And those days are behind us. And now we have, can we, can we go anywhere? You know, where, you know, yeah. can we go, you know, can we travel within our own community, let alone around the world? So. Um, yeah. It's a different, it's a different, different world. I did tell you on Friday's show that I had my second vaccine, and mm. um, yes. I had absolutely I zero. It went for me. It was fine. My arm was just a little bit sore,er than the first vaccine. That could either be the in the change in the injection site, which is just a little bit off from where the first one was. Um, yeah, you know, maybe a little more sensitive in the muscle or something. But but even that little bit more sensitive. And I thought about it, why, why I was feeling it. it was a little sore, and I, you know, but I was thinking, it doesn't bother me. I, I could live with this. If this is the worst of it, this is, you know, I could take a boat trip, yeah. but I'm fine. I, I can swim. I can play ball. I can do anything and live with that. That's how little it was. If you wanted to take a Motrin or an aspirin, bam. Now, uh, everybody else in my family had a reaction except uh, – and I thought my youngest daughter, actually, she was almost like me. She, she had a minor. My, uh, my wife was incredibly fatigued, like horribly fatigued. Uh, oh, and my oldest daughter threw up a bunch of times, but they were still wow. fine. It wasn't like they're, Oh my God. Oh, they were still absolutely fine. You know, no, yeah. no real complaints. You know, um, you know, my oldest daughter would say, uh, Oh, I, you know, I, oh, I threw up again. I threw up, you know, she's fine. You know, oh, yeah, I, I threw up. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. You know? Um, yeah. So, so those of you, and I'm, and most of you, have not been vaccinated yet. I know that. Um, yeah. Listening audience around the world, um, you know, you don't even feel the shot. If for those of you who are worried about injections themselves, you don't even feel it. You, you can be talking to the person who gives it to you, and and uh, next thing you know, they got a band aid, and you say, "What's the band aid for?" Oh, I can put it over. The, oh, you're done. You don't even feel it, or, or if you feel well, anything, it's like it's like a nothing. It's like mosquito yeah. bites hurt more, right? Yeah. So, um, so don't worry about that. And the uh, afterwards, you, you have a tiny bit of an arm sore. You can believe me, live with it. And then the reactions after that um, vary from uh, nausea, diarrhea, fatigue, headache, slight fever. And if yeah. you get any of those symptoms, uh, it means it's working. It, that's good. You want that to happen. Now, in my case, because I checked this out and everybody says, oh, that's good, that's good, that's good. I'm like, I didn't get anything. Does that mean it's not working? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I felt yeah, nothing. Question. <laughs> I got zero. I was jamming on the guitar. I'm, I'm blowing a third arm. Things are doing great. I'm, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that, 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 I tell you that. I now have three arms. I forgot about that one. Yeah, but it's good. You, you, you can, you, you know, you know what I mean. So. I bet. Where can I? You're certainly interested, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, you know it's that third arm. I knew I was missing something. In my uh, anyway, um, <laughs> the, the um, uh, I'll tell you though the um, so you didn't now you did not get vaccinated. You didn't get number one yet, right? No, I'm not entitled to it um, as of yet, darling. Um, like I said, they've just gone into the second phase now with the next group of uh, people that are uh, liable. Liable? No, that's not the right word. Um, reliable? Reliable? Well, people who are li- re- reliable? <laughs> <laughs> eligible. That's the yeah, word. Well, eligible. <laughs> she got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eligible, Andy. I'm not eligible as of yet. I mean, they, uh, the doctor's surgery did text me and say, you know, you'll uh, be eligible for it fairly soon. Uh, we'll keep you informed. Uh, so, yeah, everyone's just waiting to hear about that. But, yeah, you know, I'm nervous. So I got a bit. I'm nervous, Andy. I think everybody here, is, to be fair, but, you know. Here in Los Angeles, uh, they ran out of vaccines. They canceled all, you know, people, they, they have these great big drive-in centers and stadium parking lots, you know, the, if mm. you 65 and older, I think, or the open population, I think it's still 65 and older, and healthcare workers. I got in, uh, just so you know, folks, how did, how did Andy get in? Uh, I got in because I actually do work officially with uh, on a research grant, helping my wife really at Chapman University where I have firsthand um, contact with infants in a, in, a, in a research study that they're doing for rehabilitation of various upper extremity ailments uh, that affect uh, newborns. And, um, and, I, and I do some work in that field, although I haven't really done any direct 
sub, they call them subjects, not patients. They're sub, you know, they're subjects. Yeah. And we have a healthy population, an infected population, and we do all this. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, that, that is how um, my family uh, was able to get uh, vac- uh, vaccinated before anybody else in the world. Excuse me. I mean before uh, – <laughs> uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just so our, our listeners know, like, who is Andy Kimball guy? How do you get an injection? But uh, yeah. what I was getting to here is Los Angeles run out of vaccines. Right. There, there's no wow. more vaccines to be had here. They're gone. So a neighbor of mine who's a great guitar player, Matt, he's a fabulous guitar player, singer. We get together. We're both, you know, COVID-free and live, you know, pretty similar lives. He's, so he comes over and we jam. And, you know, he's got a family with kids and uh, I'm, I'm here sitting by my lonesome playing my guitar. No, but um, he comes over and we, and we, <laughs> and we jam. And he, his job um, is he is the coordinator. He handles the, the budgeting and the logistics of the, all the testing and the vaccines in the county of Los Angeles. That's his job. So it's really cool talking about getting inside information. Um, But he told me before (laughs) it was publicly announced that they were running out. And he said the reason why they're running out is it's all politics. Right. It's all politics and money and more politics. Um, Some of the chain stores here that were supposed to vaccinate people, the the big chain pharmaceutical companies and the the Walmarts and so forth that were supposed to begin, the 21 chains were given the green light to to get this thing and to start injecting the public. Um, They... um, yeah, they were okay. When when when's this going to happen? And and Biden did unleash, you know, something to the tune of, um, you know, several million, um, two hundred million, I think, um, vaccines to be distributed. Yes. And I don't know what the holdup is or why or where it's happening though. But here here's the the the, the good news, um, it's happening. These vaccines are yes. making their way into people's arms. They're no longer just being talked about. They're no longer being, well, we have them. We have 39 million distributed and 700,000 were ended up being injected into people's arms. You know, the numbers are <laughs> climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing yeah. as to how many are getting injected. And, uh, and that's yeah. what we want to hear. You know, I don't, I don't care about how many are distributed. I care about how many are ending up in people's bodies. That's what I, that's what I want to hear about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to what we were saying earlier, because I just want to play a, a clip if I – oh, no, the clip's not ready yet. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, so no, what we'll no, do no. – so, yeah, it, it, why the clip um, takes its time to prepare itself. I don't know why no. it's taking a while, but Maybe it is. He's nervous. He's probably got it might be. I, I'd be nervous about coming <laughs> on the show. I'd be nervous. <laughs> um, but what I still get nervous. Uh, I have a question because you're a performer. You're do you, do you get nervous when you do your music? Live, you know, Andy, or, I've never or... I've never performed for anybody in my life. You know, M- music. Hey, I was all excited about those <laughs> AVN awards, man. I was thinking, man, we're gonna hop right to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <Didn't> everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I never perform yep. for anybody, darling. So, you know, getting on this show, um, there's always like those butterflies literally just before I go on and, um, mm. you know, settle in. I don't know why. I mean, you know, it, it's second home for me being on here and with you guys. And so I don't have any reason to be nervous. But, you know, I think you just want to prepare yourself, make sure you're prepared. You say the right things. You know, you don't like make too much of an ass to yourself on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know the usual, <laughs> usual insecurities, right? <laughs> yeah, we asked some other people about if they if they get uh, nervous too when they perform because it's you know when you go in front of an audience, you're giving a talk, giving a lecture, doing whatever your job is. You, know, hmm. you ever get nervous? That's an interesting discussion. You ever get nervous about doing your job? Here's what some of our respondents had to say. It's yeah. not even the sex so much, but you know there are days when you just don't want to go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that a lot. <laughs> Not even the sex so much, but you know, there are days when you just don't want to go to work. Yeah. Not you. even the sex so much, but you know, there are days when you just don't want to go to work. Yeah. So so many respondents had to say the same thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just the people who are asking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Andy. I mean, <laughs> the, mind, the mind boggles. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, oh, um, <laughs> but uh, you know the the um, you know I, I get I've been asked that um, yeah you know the um, and I I feel more comfortable this is just me I feel more comfortable on stage than I do in mm-hmm. real life what do we do really mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. you are a born performer then my darling. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. And even, you know, I've done some acting work by, by minor, minor, minor parts, you know. I've, yeah. I've done my share of even background. I might do anything to get, you know, the paycheck here in L.A. But practically. But I've, I've actually had a couple of lead roles in indie movies. I've been in some TV shows. I've done things, and I never really talk about that. Because I'm not – I don't consider myself an actor. It's something I, I enjoy doing. It's great to be on set. You know, sometimes I get on set and, you know, a long day, and I show up and meet the you know, directors and so forth and get ready to, you know – Put wardrobe and you're ready and all the things that go into mm-hmm. doing a, a TV show and I, I yeah. get like goosebumps. I'm like, God, I love this. I want to do more of this. this is what I want to do it. I, wow. I, 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 can see, I can see why people love it because I literally get like chills. I'm like, oh my God, I, I yeah. love this. I love this. Um, and then wow. I settle back into the real world. Then I come back off of doing a show after a week or a day, whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know I did a couple of movies where it was an entire, mo- uh, entire winter, like Creed, you know, it was a whole winter gig. Wow. It was great. And the paychecks wow. were great. Um, yeah. And and I get no, and then you go to work every day, and that's just kind of what you do. Early morning shows. Sometimes you get up at five in the morning, and you know, in, uh, back east, you know, you're driving freezing cold. You're showing up to set. The sun's not even up yet. And um, yeah. and for a long, a long day, day after day after day after day, and you're like, okay, all right, all right. And then I, you know, and you, you know, it's, and then I, I, th- I used, I think to myself, well, some people work for a living. <laughs> no. so, so, there are people out there, you know, doing everything from, you know, being professors to 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 brain surgeons to laying bricks, uh, mm-hmm. to astronauts or whatever, and they're and they're you know and everything in between to radio hosts, and they're yeah. uh, well, I'm a radio host. Do we really work? Is this I don't know. I, I guess this, yeah, is a, yeah. this, this is this a job. This this is an occupation. You yeah. know, this is an occupation. This is a job. Um, yeah. And and they're and, and even looking into this job, there are days where we've talked about this. Where the days where oh my god, all the prep work and doing the audio clips and getting the news yeah. and what are we going to talk about? And sometimes you just don't feel like doing it, but you know you got a show to do and you just do it. Absolutely, um, yeah. You, yeah, you I'm the first on, to admit I have those moments, you know. Yeah, yeah. As I we've talked about that, and and uh, yeah. um, and there have been times when I think you and I have both been like, oh man. Then Cornell calls us and he says, "Do you guys want to take a day off?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> 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 you know, Cornell calls me, Andy. Why don't you just run a rerun? I'm like, "Yeah." Right. But but you don't really feel that so much on. Um, on, when you're you're doing a movie or TV show, I mean, you you, you just just do it. You know, it's it's kind of yeah. kind of kind of cool. But uh, and I do miss that to a point, and and I do get notices for auditions, and I submit, and I haven't gotten one. I haven't gotten okay. one since COVID. I haven't gotten one. No, no, not true. Not true at all. No, 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 not true. I've gotten several requests for self tapes. Okay. They call them eco eco cast. They send you the script, and they want you to. Um, yeah. You know, COVID, everything else, they want you to, uh, and actually sometimes they cast shows this way anyway, um, yeah. to do an audio, if it's a voiceover or, a, or a, you know, your narration, or if it's a video, they send you the um, the sides, which is a script, and they want you to self-tape. And I've got video cameras mm. and all that. I can do all that stuff here. Um, and, um, hmm, I wonder if I could How self-tape. How did you get into no. acting, Andy? Huh, I was just thinking about, uh, uh, the. I got into acting... Uh, by meeting a guy who runs an acting school and a casting agent, a manager. Um, okay. And and I guess, you know, actually, back east, really, this guy is very, you know, the guy has created many, many careers uh, from kids mm-hmm. who, are, who, are no, uh, who are now very well-known adult actors, mostly in TV and a few movies, Aubrey Plaza, John Gallagher. Um, I, I can't. In many names, people you'd know, but you know, I can't think of the top of my head. But yeah. Uh, yeah. who he who he trained when they were kids, and they, you know, their first acting coach was this guy, and they went on to become major players. Um, so um, my daughter had a thing for acting, and I, you know, I and she's quite, you know, she's talented and musically talented, and you know, and I said, well, listen, you know, yeah. your dad, let's, let me, you know, I remember this place in Philly. I think they're not there anymore, but I mean, I think you know, we're Philly's close proximity to New York. And I was going to mm-hmm. call around on behalf of my young daughter, you know, and I think she was, what, 12 at the time or something. I was going to, you know, as her dad, you know, try to help and where can we send her to, for a good, 
you know, if she wants to get into acting, let her explore that and see if she, you know, get her, get her some training and so forth. So, yeah. um, so I just remembered this very uh, notable acting training center. It's called the Actor Center in Philadelphia, where this guy whose who's wife is, is one of the most prominent artist managers of, of actors on Broadway and film in the, in the, in the world, in the country. She, you yeah. know, she represents actors who make $200,000 a week. You know, if, if you're not at that level, she doesn't have anything to do with you, really. You know? right. uh, but she, she picks up people every once in a while and, and puts them in. But, uh, um, and her name is, I, you know, I can say it, Edie, Edie Robb is her name. You can look her up, Edie Robb, R-O-B-B. Um, and so her husband was a, a manager as well and, a, and an acting coach. So anyway, um, I, um, I met him and we're um, talking for a while. And he's, you know, we're having a conversation like you and I are. And yeah. he looks at me and says, hey, let me ask you a question. He's an older guy. I think he was 80-something at the time. Um, yeah. He said, do you ever think about doing TV shows or commercials yourself? Nah, I'm a guitar player. He said, no, you know what? <laughs> I, I, want, I want you to come into one of my – uh, my my TV commercial uh, classes, uh, whatever night of the week it was, um, you know, my acting on it's on camera, it's on camera training. I, I want you to be my guest, and and come in and and look at some scripts. Uh, I'm not, I'm I'm not an actor. I'm not you know whatever you know. I, I have been on TV. I, I was involved in public relations and advertising in a, in a different career years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I did TV. I, I did some you know radio commercials because my client didn't have the budget to hire talent. So I said, yeah. God damn it, I'll do it. <laughs> hey, I can't believe, I can't believe it really works. <laughs> I got wow, I got a 2400 on my SAT. God damn. Uh, <laughs> Andy, you're quite talented. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, you uh, are. <laughs> so anyway... Um, so I went in and he gave me a script on the commercial and the, and you, the way you walk in this class and right away, bam, they get right down the business and they give you scripts for that, you know, that mm. evening show. And sometimes it's solo yeah. work, sometimes with the partner and they give you scripts and then you leave the room and you go over with somebody who you don't know. And you talk about, yeah. you know, I'll play this character, you play this character, here's how we'll do it. So mm. I'm, you know, that's somebody didn't know and, and they film you. And then after they film you, after everybody's done, they show all them on a big TV screen and they, he dissects them and coaches you and the whole class gets to see what you did and, and comment and he coaches, right? Everybody. So yeah. It was actually great. So when I, it was time for me and my partner, the, the class had a lot of laughs. The story of my life. No respect. You know what I mean? All I did is filming on the screen. <laughs> right away. They didn't even say anything yet. <laughs> they took one look at me. Uh, but, <laughs> Andy, you're, you're so gifted. <laughs> I never see you. don't say a word. You, the whole audience breaks up laughing. But anyway, uh, you know, the, the, uh, no, but, um, the, uh, so, you know, they, they, you know, they, they took one look. <laughs> that's all they had to do they look you know i'm like what kind of film am i auditioning for here no but anyway um so the um you know, they, you know he liked what i did he was complimentary and then as the whole class is leaving i said okay that was he just brought me in i was a, you know i could see if i like it and he grabs me by the arm he pulls me aside as the class is leaving the room and he says you were, you exceeded my expectations. I mean, that you were really good, really good. Wow. Um, and I'm like, thank you. And then I continued to drop my daughter off. You know, I drive away in town on Saturday mornings for her class. And then a few weeks yeah. later, I ran into him again. And he said, you haven't been coming back. Where are you? And I'm like, oh, oh, Rodney. I'm like, uh, and his name is Rodney Rob. You can look him up as well. But anyway, um, and I was uh, like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not an actor. He says, oh my gosh. He says, you know, you, you come back here. And he brought me back to his office. He said, mm-hmm. your daughter is, is very gifted. She is fabulous. I'd see where it comes from. You and your daughter both have a lifelong scholarship to my school and, and under amazing. my management umbrella. I will make wow. my money by managing you. And I don't, you wow. don't pay a dime. You can't just come into set cold. You know, you need to prepare. You need to know what to expect. You need to, to learn what happens and how to use yeah. the camera and how to do, how to do a teleprompters. And I want to show you how to do that stuff. Um, but you, I want you to come in 
And uh, and I came in here and there. I didn't come in all the time. And I, I said, oh, and then, you know, I told him, I'm not going to pay for acting lessons. And he said, you're not, you're not paying for, for anything. You're not paying. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. Like, you're, it's on me. Um, wow. So then he introduced me down the road, fast forward, moved out to California. He introduces me, gives me the name of a couple other agents. I met with one. He said the same thing. Do you ever think about doing TV shows? And, and uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> no, not really. I must say, no. <laughs> Why not? Because... I'm afraid. You know what? I'm afraid. <laughs> no, you're all set. Anyway, um, so uh, so the um, so I, I show up in California, and, and two weeks after moving here, I had my first uh, my first job at uh, ABC Disney, and then I got a whole bunch of stuff after that, and uh, and amazing. every step along the way was uh, you know I'm I'm um, you know I'm a guitar player. I'm doing this. First of all, I didn't you know moved out here, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, you know, I started a music career, and I was in, in, involved in the boat business. And, you know, I love sailing and help people get into sailboats. You know, I do different things, but my main thing is guitar, obviously. Yeah. And um, yeah. and uh, so, to me, an acting gig was a was a was a paycheck. And uh, you know, and I, and I signed up even to do background work. Of course, there's plenty of that in California. I got to meet people, but you know, by going, and that was fun too. I mean, okay, you're an extra or background, they call it. But I did, I had some feature yeah. roles and recurring roles and callbacks. So there was. Uh, minimal sometimes sometimes a little bit of dialogue the director would say hey you know we've got two lines i want you to say this here blah 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 and i would do that and they, then they call you back and that kind of thing i i got a a, a gig on a, on a tv series called american horror story asylum yeah. I, I played uh season two i played a mental patient at, probably for good reason uh yeah see, <laughs> I, I, the man is crazy do not let him leave the room <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool! No, no, here, here, here! This, 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 this man, man, man is, is, is. Can you imagine going through life as an echo chamber? Like, hello, uh, man, man, man. How are you, 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 you? It is good to to see you. Can you imagine, like, if you walked up to somebody and they were actually an echo, like a stadium announcer, and that's how they really were? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I end up talking like that sometimes, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, getting, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's you asked. Uh, I probably I, I gave him to a whole dissertation here. I didn't mean to do that. But anyway, that's that no, is how I asked I, the uh, question and you've answered, and I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> and, and now I'm and, I, and then after I started getting and then I, after a while I started actually getting calls. I didn't have to audition. I get a call from a from a director or assistant producer to come in and do a show or do a recreation of a scene or that kind of thing and and student mm-hmm. projects. And it would be 150 here if you were there. Then I get a, a TV pilot. Yeah. Then I got involved in producing my uh, my own show that I thought of, uh, which is how I met uh, Lloyd Booker, who I was doing the show with originally. Uh, Lloyd wow. and I met on the on set at a show that I'm still working on called Casting, which is the life behind the counter uh, the camera of uh, of uh, the um, you know the whole film and TV industry as seen through the yeah. eyes of emerging actors. You know, amazing. And, you know, you know, it was a comical like a Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, Cheers, um, yeah, you know that that kind of show. Uh, the Office, you know, The Office being a big casting management agency. Um, so I'm, I've got a, a show called Casting, which we actually have 167 video clips of it, that I'm I'm involved as as not only a obviously a principal role, <laughs> and but I'm also. Um, <laughs> I figured if they're not going to call me, God damn it, I'm going to do my own goddamn show. Uh, well, why not? Why not? Right? Why not? You know, which is really, you know, it was, you know, it was originally guy meets girl, you know, something like, you know, a musician, you know, it's kind of, kind of based yeah. around my own life, but not, but not really, but kind of, you know, the basis. <laughs> um, and uh, not that I've had, uh, you know, quit talk, but anyway. Uh, so, 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 but it's been fun, and, and I incur- and, and what they're thinking is. It's interesting, and I'm talking to our whole audience now. How many people have dinner, come home, do whatever, and they turn on the TV and they watch TV or watch the movie or watch Netflix? Really think about what goes on behind the camera. How, how, do, you, how do those people who are doing this get those jobs? And what are those jobs? And how does one get them? And that's what my TV show was really. And a, here's a school where it's going to teach you how it happens through a comical sitcom. But we're going to really show you how it works. But we're going to make a TV yeah, series yeah. out of how it works. But the, but, the in, but the basic information, if you ever wanted to do this, here's really how the whole thing works. Whether you're going to go yeah. to film or TV or casting or be a background actor or, or Brad Pitt, you know, Tom Cruise, they started as background actors. They showed up uh, as extras. 
Brad Pitt. Amazing. You know? Amazing. And, and, and the list goes on, not just Brad Pitt, but but how yeah. do you not not that you encourage but you know hey be a background actor in your venture career. As a matter of fact, I would encourage you know want to be actors. You don't put background work on your resume because it doesn't mean anything. Hey, I can walk across the street with the best of them when told to do so. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'm better at it when I'm told to do so than when I'm not. <laughs> You're hired. We, we need somebody just like you to star in our movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure I heard about casting, Andy, and I'm sure I saw it somewhere recently. Um, yeah, and I didn't. I wasn't even aware that you did that. Um, I can't think where it, I saw it. That's gonna bug me. It, it, it was a pilot that was put out for a little bit. I'm still, I'm still working on it. It's by no means good. Now there was another yeah. show which I was informed of after I started my show. And I, I had partners and writers, and we had the whole shebang, you know, come in. It was, you know, had a whole yeah. big production crew. And it was no budget. Nobody got paid. I mean, it was, this was just, you know, everybody had the same, you know, share my passion. I want to make this work. I want to only yeah. put people who are, who are wait, sitting around waiting for the phone to ring for casting opportunities. Let's go do it ourselves. Let's go, let's do, yeah. you're all, let's go do this. Let's get good writers. Let's get good production people, good camera people, you know, good set designers. Let's, let's do this on our own. Uh, yeah. What's it pay? It pays nothing. Are you on board? You, what are you doing? You're sitting around. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, get off. Get off the couch and, and go make something happen because you're sitting away yeah. from the phone. And guess what? It ain't. So exactly. Um, and, and that goes with any career. And you know, I've started my own businesses yeah. before. And it, you know, uh, and accountants have said, hey, you know, Andy, when people start their own business, they usually do it for the freedom, or for the money. Why did you start your business? And my response was, I couldn't find a job. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided to make a few Look, million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Not it's true. You can't yeah. just sit around and, and, and say, oh, one day, you know, God, the universe, whatever you're thinking about is going to just land it on your plate, you know, and be hopeful. It, you yeah. do have to take action. You do have to take those baby steps. Even if they're the wrong steps in the wrong direction, you'll know about it soon enough if they are, and you'll be guided into what is the right step. But it's just taking that action, getting that ball rolling, and it's amazing what comes of that. Really yeah, it, it, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah no matter what, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but anyway, that's, that's, you know, it's interesting, the, 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 the acting. You know, you could look at the acting businesses. This is generic. Hmm. It's just what you're saying. No matter, no matter what your profession or your field is. Yeah. The way I look at life, it's kind of interesting. I hate to keep talking about myself. I hate doing that. I hate it. I hate it. But I can't. I'm just going to give this one example. I was a pilot. You know, I was, I was yeah. a pilot. And I, and I had, as a, as a professional pilot, I looked at the, the flying, the life of an airplane and commanding mm-hmm. an airplane, much like life itself in this respect. There was a book. Okay. Did you ever hear of a book growing up called Jonathan Livingston Siegel about the seagull who just was exalt, you know, just so incredibly exhilarated just to be able to fly? It's called no, Jonathan. I've never heard of that. Look up. Oh, it's interesting. Read. I mean, it'll take you half a day to read it. It's called Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Jonathan wow, okay. Livingston Siegel. Get that book. Download it online. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's a fabulous philosophical, easy to understand, fun read. <clears throat> so yeah. anyway, yeah. so I looked at <clears throat> flying, you know, after, after I got out of flying and I got furloughed from airline jobs and nerves, I said, what am I going to do now? Waiting for the phone ring to get my job back. Uh, <clears throat> and I looked at, at the opportunities, excuse me, I looked at the opportunities and how you come by opportunities in life. And I mm-hmm. also imagined an airplane going down a runway, waiting to become airborne. And all the obstacles, all the anti-human things that this airplane has to overcome in order to, be, to become airborne. If it doesn't, yeah. it runs out of runway. Or if it's not balanced right, or if it weighs too much, it bounces back to the runway. Mm-hmm. Life, life is like an airplane going down that runway. Yeah. And you have to overcome so many obstacles competitive mm-hmm. obstacles, things that work against you to mm-hmm. make something happen. Just like an yeah. airplane going down the runway. Yeah. And, and sometimes I ask people, is that, you know, when they, when they come to me for advice, like Dr. Ruth. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have been conversing with her, have you, my darling? <laughs> <laughs> they come to me. <laughs> um, 
you know, the, um, but what you have to, you know, life itself, is it, is it friendly? Really? I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you think about, you get out of school, you get out of what, you get out of trade school, your professor, you decided, even if you're not schooled and it's something you want to go ahead and do and create and make happen. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, 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 is there such thing as an easy road? You know, is there, no. you know, is there, is, is it an easy, is it, is there an easy path? And yeah. you have to work just like an airplane has to work so hard yeah. to become airborne. You know, the speed's yeah. got to be right. The airfoil's got to be shaped right. All these things have to happen. Um, that... The thing is, I think a lot of people tend to believe that life should be handed on a plate to you, that we, yeah. we are deserving of so much that we shouldn't have to work hard for, for what we want. But there's a difference between working hard and doing something you enjoy. Because if you find that enjoyment in something you really want to do, it won't feel so much like hard work. And that's where it becomes easy for you. There, there will be moments where it doesn't feel so easy if you're not having a great day, you know, or, you know, you get those little personal challenges jump up in your face saying, yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here to test you, to make you want it even more, to make you better and, and all that kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it all depends on how you perceive it and the kind of mindset you have of it, right? Yeah, it, it does. It does. And you, you got to work hard. Usually, in most cases, of course, there are some exceptions. Yeah. You have to yeah. work hard at what you're, you're that you're that airplane going down that runway. And there's a lot of things you're going to have to overcome to get to step one, two, three, and four, let alone to meet your ultimate goal. Yeah. And and what else I learned along the way is there's no you. Oh, this didn't work out. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. There is no empowerment. There is no forward momentum by having that conversation with yourself or living mm-hmm. in that world of upset, whether your love relationship broke up, whether your job didn't work out, uh, whether you had a big argument with a parent or other loved one that, 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 that disenfranchised that relationship. And then you live in that, Oh, rrr, rrr, and, and that's, well, I'm going to because of that. I'm going to because of that. How many of us have, have had that conversation? I'm going to, or I'm not going to because of that, or I'm going to because of that. Yes. That's, that's oh my where you live. Yeah. And that becomes, think about, can you ever move forward or in any direction from that, living in that conversation that you have with yourself? You can't. There is no, no forward movement. No. There's none. No. Um, so, you it know, it's so important. It, it does. So it's so important, yeah. whether you do it consciously or not, mm. to have some kind of objective or a goal or else you're that you're that airplane looking to take off and you're gonna run out of runway. You know. That's right. So keep chasing your tail and yeah. It doesn't matter it doesn't mean well every day I get up uh, and I'm going to uh well you gotta realize you know, you gotta realize that No time for sex. You know. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, along the you way absolutely if you play golf, if you play tennis or whatever you do. You have to make time for sex. <laughs> whatever you do. I love the way you said that. Oh, whatever you do. <laughs> so given that, given that one caveat, <laughs> you've got yes. to, you, um, you know, you, the, the, you always have an objective in anything you do. If I get off the couch to get a cup of coffee, my objective is to get a, that cup of coffee. Now, I, I can be stopped from getting that, that cup of coffee. You know, I, I can, right? Um, let's see who's on the line. Hold on a second. Let's see. I think we got a stranger here. Okay. Hello. Ooh. Hello. Hey, I'm just calling in to make sure you're doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my darling. How are you doing? Hey, what's up? I'm doing great, man. I'm sorry I couldn't be on. Well, I'm actually on the show right now, but, uh, Hey, I'm sorry, I could be on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, you know, just call to check in on, say hi to you guys and everything. You know, I, I'm out here getting this water heater in my house installed, so I didn't want the noise to be on a radio show. Aww. Oh, we, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. The, um, <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. The, uh, the, the, um, you know, we're just having a discussion here about, Move, you know, somehow, I don't even know how we got into this, I think through acting or something, but we're talking about moving ahead with your life and getting off the ground and achieving objectives mm-hmm. and yeah. professionally and relationship-wise, and we somehow got off the news. There's more news I wanted to play, and we'll do that on the, 
on Wednesday's show. But anyway, uh, that's pretty much on the next uh, show. On the next show. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what we're talking about next time around. We're not going to let you know what we're talking about this time around because we don't know. We don't even know. We don't know. know. But yeah, Yeah, you're right. Positive energy, everything, getting goals in life, relationships, positive, no Mm -hmm. negative energy. When you don't have negative energy in your life, things in life will grow and everything. That's how I look at it. If you, if you have one bad apple yeah. in your circle, you know, yeah. you have one bad bad apple or bad orange, whatever you want to call it, in your circle, man, that could drain all yes. of your energy. Just one yes. person. That's it, why we have us because we don't. Yes. You, you I've know experienced what's that myself. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Yeah. If you and here's you're talking about negative energy. Let's talk about that just for a minute. In the remaining minutes that we have, we can just touch upon this. Um, negative energy. Or a negative, being negative about anything mm-hmm. is yes. about something that didn't go the way you want it to go. Therefore, it's negative because you didn't get out of it what you wanted. Or how could okay. it be anything? It couldn't be positive. If, if, if you got out of it what you wanted, whatever it might be, um, then yes. it would be positive energy, right? So here's sometimes what I think, in my, in my expert opinion, um, that you might convert negative energy into something positive. And that if you look at anything you want to do, no matter what it is, as something I want to achieve a result, I, I'm, I'm doing, I don't care if it's getting a glass of water. The result is I got the glass of water. Did I accomplish my goal in getting that water? Yes. Oh, I'm so thirsty, God damn it. Oh my God, there's no drink in sight. I am dying. I am dying. Oh man, shit, no water anywhere here. You're not getting the result. That's a negative result, right? Then you get the water. That's right. What, mm-hmm. what, if, what if we turn that conversation into the desire is to achieve a result, and it doesn't matter what that result is, but what I want to get is a result so I can move on. I, there's no moving forward if there's no result. That's right. That's so if right. something doesn't work out – so look, so so okay. Now I can move on because I know the answer. The answer was yeah. negative, right? Yeah. Well, I got the re- I got a result. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so positive result and a negative result on the same playing field. I, either one of them, I, I want one of them. I, would I rather have the positive result? Well, some, sometimes I'd rather have a negative result. Actually, if I'm tested for a COVID, I'd rather have a it's negative than a positive. Negative result right? <laughs> make you more stronger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What you just said, Andy. Check this out. You said, you know, you don't have water. You you die of thirst. Now, if you look outside of everybody else, they have a water faucet. You could just yeah. pour in that water faucet and just drink the water. It's around yep. you. It's around <laughs> you. Support. Yeah. Good point. Gaining support. Going. Oh, uh, gaining. How many of us gain support? from others during our life. You know, we, we only have about another, less than a minute. Let's, you know, let's talk more. This is fascinating conversation. Let's talk more about this. Yeah, I love it. We'll dive right into it on Wednesday. As a matter of fact, Wednesday's show is going to be healing. Let me see the biggest taglines in Block Talk Radio. Healing, healing, spirituality, getting well, religion, ah, eh, uh, And getting goals done. <laughs> and getting goals, getting goals done. done. Uh, on Wednesday's show, we'll touch upon the news, but... Um, we're going to keep this on schedule on time on this particular show. We have it running over. Um, but let's, uh, you know, folks, I hope you enjoyed. Amanda, take it away. We're going to wrap this Monday show at 5 o'clock summer okay. show for the UK. We'll see you Wednesday. Go ahead, Amanda. Okay, from Andy Kimball in the beautiful Hollywood, from Cornell Butler in Delaware, and from myself in the UK. Yeah, but you're still here with us, darling. From yeah. myself in the UK. Thank you for being here with us and joining us on another UK show. And uh, we'll speak to you soon and and listen in for the the next one. It's going to be interesting. Thank you for being here. We're looking forward to it, folks. Take care. See you Wednesday. Bye-bye now. Take care, everyone. Bye.